surprise, I'm here on a Saturday and I'm going to be here on a Sunday. I think I'm changing my podcast to be every single day because what I'm hearing from you is that you are addicted, which is incredible. Praise God. I am so grateful that this is helping you because guess what? It is helping me and I want to hear from you. So before we get into the birds and the lone goose, I need to ask you to share what is happening in your life, why this podcast is an addiction to you so that I know who I'm talking to out there. I may have never met you, but I want to know you. So I asked this person, and I haven't heard back if I could share this. So I'm going to share it, but I'm going to keep this man anonymous. He sent me an email yesterday. Okay, here we go. Hello, Kendra. I cannot remember where I first heard you, but it's been a couple of months. But yes, you can add me also as one that is addicted to your podcast. My dearest condolences for your recent loss of your father and husband. We share something that happened to both of us, but just different people. I was only, I was the only one home when my father died of a heart attack in 1976. I also tried to revive him, but was unsuccessful. I was 19 years old. Ugh. I love your straightforward talk, and it reminds me of a very dear friend of mine that I met in May 1986. We still text on holidays most times, and she calls me rarely. of the water because I now know that there are people out there who have had this horrific loss of someone in their life where they have had to try to revive them and save them. So send me an email. I will not share your name, but I may share your stories because this is what it's about. Vulnerability and walking together. And so the more I know about you, the more I can share information and specific stuff in my life that I think is pertinent to you. I also want to know, where are you on your religious journey? Are you struggling with the Catholic Church? Are you trying to learn about the Catholic Church? Are you not Catholic? Are you not even Christian? That is also important because I know that there are people who are not Catholic listening to this, and I'm okay. Okay with that. I love that. I want that. Because through my experiences, I'm also teaching a little bit about what the Catholic Church is doing for me on this journey. Okay. Send it to Kendra at KendraVonash.com. Real simple. My first name at my first and last name.com. And I cannot wait to chat with you. Dialogue back and forth. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the birds. 
God speaks to me through nature. And I want you all to really think about, has something happened to you? Or you realize something came in front of you. Maybe it was a bird or something that snapped you into that moment. Because maybe you were driving, maybe you weren't paying any attention, and then all of a sudden, boom, a bird flies in front of your car. Why? What were you thinking about? Were you trying to discern something? Most people just say, oh, gosh, I almost hit a bird. And you don't even think about, well, what were you thinking about at that moment? Were you talking to someone? Were you discerning something in your life? Because that, that bird could have been an answer or a guide to you. I was discerning whether I was going to join Christine Watkins on her Radio Maria radio show. I didn't know for sure if that was something I should do or not. So I was on a walk and I asked God, please give me a sign. No doubt, and I cannot remember all the species of these birds, but right after I threw that question up to him in front of me, Seven different species of birds flew in front of my face. I know for a fact there was a blackbird, there was a robin, there was a finch, there was a blue jay, there was a cardinal, and a couple other birds I don't remember exactly. I think one was a sparrow. Anyway, bottom line, oh, that's never happened to me before. I totally saw the birds because they were at my eye level flying in front of me. So God always talks to me through birds. So this morning, I'm looking outside my window. Okay, my mom and I were up all night last night chatting about life. Midnight, I went to bed. So yeah, when five o'clock rolled around, I was like, I think I need a little more sleep. So I went back to bed, woke up at six, just enough time for the light to come when I was done with the coffee and all that, ready to sit down. So I'm not in the dark. I'm looking out the window at the bird feeder. All the birds are flying in from everywhere, and voila, there are one, two, three cardinals. Now, I don't know if you know this, but a cardinal, if it comes into your sight or it flies in front of you or is hanging out by you, it's supposed to mean, supposedly, that someone is praying for you in heaven. Now, I'm sitting there looking at the three cardinals, and I'm on my fourth decade of the rosary. And I'm going to go there, people. This morning, it was a weird prayer time for me. Very distracted. Kept thinking about something. Couldn't get it off my mind. Cast it out. Delivered it. I kept asking God, Lord, if this is you, I want more. If this is not you, I want you to take it away. These thoughts that were coming in my mind. And they weren't bad, but it was preventing me from truly focusing on the prayer. And so it was kind of like I was thinking about the future and praying my rosary. And that was all that I was kind of going through in my prayer until a cardinal shoots straight up in front of my window. I have a deck, a wood deck that comes right off the back of my doors. I'm sitting in the couch. I can't see the bottom floor of the deck. I don't even know there's a cardinal there. Never saw it, flew in. And then it just shoots and flies vertically straight up in front of my face. And it shocked me. Because it's not far out at the back of my bird feeder in the backyard. It is right at my window where I'm sitting inside looking outside. Scared me. Freaked me out. All of a sudden I was like, and that's a cardinal. And then I thought, oh my gosh, is that Jeff? 
<laughs> now, look, I don't look at an ant crawling across the floor and think, oh, that must be Jeff talking to me. I mean, I'm not looking at things and seeing into things and that everything is a sign. I'm not, I promise. But I have talked to Jeff about cardinals. When his mother died, we were driving down in Georgia and I am telling you, cardinals were flying in front of our car all the time. When we were driving down in Tennessee after his mother died, we had cardinals flying in front of the car all the time and I was praying we wouldn't run into one. So that was a thing with Jeff and I. He knew this. And guess what it did to me? Then, the fourth decade, so by the way, the rosary is five mysteries that we meditate on, and each one of those has 10 Hail Marys. That's why you call it a decade or a decade. We know decade as 10. So I'm on the fourth one. <laughs> I've already done 40 Hail Marys. And that cardinal made me think, oh my gosh, someone is praying for me. Maybe that's Jeff. And then my heart said, wait a minute. We haven't prayed for anyone so far. 40 Hail Marys. And, I, you know, what I have been doing is stopping at each one of these mysteries and dedicating it to the people in purgatory, dedicating it to Jeff and my dad and his mom and his brother and all these different people with, you know, naming them by name and making my prayer selfless. I didn't do that. So what did I do? I stopped and then I started saying, Lord, all of these decades that I've already prayed and this last one that I'm going to pray, please dedicate it to boom, 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 boom. Very weird day in prayer. Now, let's get to the lone goose. This is something that happened a couple of days ago. It wasn't today in prayer, but I didn't bring it on a former podcast, bleh, a previous podcast, sorry guys, because I just thought, you know what, this deserves its own topic. So my husband was driving home from work one day and he's cutting through this industrial park and there's this goose that's dead on the street and another goose is walking around it, squawking, quacking, whatever they do, honking, you know, quack, quack, quack. isn't that the most pathetic <laughs> imitation of a goose you've ever heard? But sad, walking around its dead partner. And I didn't see it with my own eyes, but he described it to me. And I told him, I'm like, you know what, man, you should not tell me things like this. Because while I didn't see that, I can totally picture it. And it makes my heart so sad. And I keep seeing that goose on occasion by itself. The other day in prayer, I was looking out the window and one goose flew right over my backyard, honking at me. And I'm looking at this goose saying, oh my gosh, that's me. Because if you go back to the day that my husband died, which was two weeks ago today, I was squawking around his body. No, God, no. Come on, Jeff, come back, Jeff. Just like that goose. But just like that goose, I've got to go on. I don't have a choice. I've got to go on by myself with God and with you. 
together we can change ourselves and therefore be witnesses to other people of how to heal, how to have God come into our heart and change the hardest things that we haven't been able to change, like that lack of forgiveness or that resentment or that hatred towards someone because they betrayed you and they hurt you. Or maybe it's finally getting a hold of that out-of-control eating or never working out your body, being completely lazy and allowing the atrophy of all your muscles to make your body ache in pain. Or maybe it is to get up early in the morning because you are not a morning person. Start your day with God. Give him your first fruits. What does that mean? Your first hours of your day. I don't care when your day starts. If it starts at midnight, give him your first hours. Your first time so that you can offer yourself to him. I guarantee it. When you do this, you are going to feel different. You are going to be more loving. You're going to be more attentive to what's going on around you and tuning in to God's voice. Because if I didn't tune into God's voice, I wouldn't even noticed the cardinal shooting straight up in my vision right in front of my face in the window I was looking out. You know what I'm talking about? So the more that we concentrate on our soul, our mind, our body, there's a reason I don't have it mind, body, soul, because it's not that order. All of these things are very important to keep our three-legged stool of life in balance. But the most important is the soul. If you go back, all of the Ten Commandments can be rolled up into two. So you don't need to, you know, memorize all those Ten Commandments if you're lazy. And they all roll up into loving thy God with all our mind, our heart, soul, our strength. When we give it to him, when we ask him to lead, when we humble ourselves and kick our pride to the curb and we ask God in to help us conform our lives to him, he's going to step in in a big way. And the big way is the second commandment, which is to love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Lots of us don't love ourselves. Lots of us have a difficult time loving our neighbors, especially where they are at this moment. It can't be done without God. The reason why it's boiled down to two greatest commandments, because the first three of the Ten Commandments have to do with God, and the other seven of the Ten Commandments have to do with loving thy neighbor. You know what? You can look up the Ten Commandments online. Take a look at them. By the way, I've been talking about confession. You can go to that usccb.org and go to the examination of conscience and look at the Ten Commandments and how are you breaking God's heart because it's not breaking God's rules. Because the reason why he has those commandments is to protect us from pain, to protect us from harm. Let's just, I used this the other day, let's just take sex out of marriage with heterosexual people. The culture of sleeping around, the hookup culture is out there. It's been out there since I've been a kid and I've participated in it. Let me just be honest with you. 
I participated in it and there was nothing about it that made me feel any better about myself. I didn't feel any more loved. As a matter of fact, I felt more ashamed. I felt used. I didn't really even like sex all that much, you know, but yet I still was doing it outside of marriage and while I was married outside of wedlock with other people committing adultery. You know, I share this stuff because I don't want you to think I'm sitting here on some, you know, soapbox looking down at you, shaking my finger. This is how God has changed my heart and said, look, the reason why this isn't good for people is because sex is not something that is without strings. And we don't use other people for our own pleasure. For anyone out there who is a spouse, when you have sex with your spouse, it's amazing. You know it changes your intimacy. The more sex you have, the better your relationship is. Let's face it. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to have it, but you do know. At least I can speak for my relationship. The more intimacy I had, which included the marital act, but also included touching and kissing and talking and snuggling and all that kind of stuff. The closer you are, it's just a fact. That's how God made us. And so when you look at, you know, God's laws, rules, commandments, it's to protect us. It's for our good. And when you start looking at the strongholds in your life and the things that you are doing that are not good for you, when you stop them with his help, you're totally free and you feel it. And then he gives you that wisdom. So a lot of this in the beginning for you is just going to be learning. It's going to be knowledge and understanding. And I'm putting my hand like around my mind, my brain, my physical head. This is where it's at for a lot of you right now. But when it all touches your heart, when it goes down that, I don't know, 12, 18 inches down to your heart, however long your neck is, (laughs) that's when it becomes God's wisdom. Because you see things differently. You look at your past as a blessing, not a curse. You look at people who have harmed you and you forgive them. You will the best for them. You start praying for them. Your heart heals. And the same thing with temptation, the same thing with addictions, the same thing with the difficult things that you've never been able to change in your life before is totally possible with God. How can I be joyful at this moment, the lone goose, flying into my new life by myself? I've got lots of geese, you know, you see the geese always in the, you know, air in that arrow. By the way, here's a joke for you. This one, my husband loves so much. He's like, so why are there more geese on one side of the V? And you got to think about it. You're like, oh, I don't know why. Because there's more geese on that side. But I don't think I told that very well. Okay, so you go back to the geese, and yes, they're always with other geese, right? So I am that lone geese, but when you see me in the water, I'm with all the other geese, you. So I am not alone, and I am flying solo when I am solo, 
with God. In my heart, with Jeff, with my dad, with the holy army of angels and saints and my guardian angel, I am not lonely, but I am physically alone at some times. So are you on your journey. That is why I am going to come every single day in a podcast. And I am going to start back on YouTube. So you can catch me in both places. I will try not to duplicate the messages, but you know darn well that this podcast comes after my prayer. That's what I'm communicating to people is God in my life. Or I'm communicating to you what happened in the afternoon the day before or the evening the day before in my morning podcast. And that is what I hope helps you on your journey. If you are so kind to share a little bit about yourself, a little bit what you are looking for and why you're, (laughs) you don't have to be addicted to the podcast, but why you're following, why you're listening, it would help me so much. And I promise I will get back to you. The one thing that has been so beautiful on this journey is me going back and reading comments. When I posted this on my Facebook page, on my LinkedIn, when I had the obituary out there and the people put comments on the obituary itself, you need to know that I take such comfort in that. And I have gone back and read and reread those many, many times. So something a little more personal and to me in an email, Kendra at KendraVonHash.com is even better. And I promise I will respond. Okay, time for prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Now oh, come Holy Spirit into our hearts, into our minds, into our souls, into our bodies. We are slowly approaching Lent. And as we get there, we know you want to heal us in some way, Lord. Something in our soul. You want to teach us something maybe with our mind. Maybe you want to teach us how to pray. Maybe you want to help us nourish our body and strengthen our body so that we can be mobile and flexible and do the things that we are intended to do. Maybe it's an addiction that you want to finally take off our backs. Addiction to food, sugar, alcohol, prescription and non-prescription drugs, social media, pornography, gambling, gaming, anything that takes us away from God, where we spend a disordered amount of time. We ask that you help us open our eyes to the thing that you want us to work on for six short weeks with you during Lent. Lord, we're not exactly sure what this means. We're not exactly sure we want this change in our life, but we do know that, boy, We haven't really given it a shot with you. So why not? Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Guide us and lead us to Jesus' sacred heart. We now pray a Hail Mary for all of the departed people in our lives, those souls 
that are desperate for our prayers. In this moment of pause, please name those now. May you please bring them up from the purification of purgatory in to the gates of heaven as fast as you can. We also pray for all of the souls in purgatory, especially those who have no one praying for them. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for me, a sinner, now and at the hour of my death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I promise one day I will get back to a 10-minute podcast. Sorry, everyone. Jeez, yesterday was 50. But I'm telling you, it is so helpful for me to do this. And I am so sorry for those that I keep saying, go listen to my podcast, go listen to my podcast, because I am receiving so much outreach. Again, I'm not that lone goose. I have so many other geese in that water with me. And I'm just fine. The water is just fine. So. Every single day, if you want, you can walk and follow this podcast. I'm coming on Saturday and Sunday because we need motivation every single day. And sometimes people get carried away on the weekends. And think about it. All your other podcasters, most of them aren't working on Saturday and Sunday. So you can find me. It'll be updated and live. And remember, the weekends are the big tempters. Maybe that's when you drink too much. Maybe that's when you eat too much. Maybe that's because you work and then you're not working. You have all this free time and you don't have control. Yeah, that's why I'm doing it, baby. For you and for me. We're going to do this. We're going to get these monkeys off our backs for good with God. Because with God, anything is possible. That's biblical. That's a Bible right out of the quote. Right out of the quote. <laughs> That's a quote right out of the Bible. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Find something more with God, everyone, soul, mind, and body, and have a blessed and inspired day.